The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When everyone else is teaching you defense, Nicholas is teaching you to go on the offense. Welcome to the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. Prevention is the key, and no one shows you how better. It all starts right here. Now, here is your host, Nicholas St. John. Hello, good afternoon, and welcome. My name is Nicholas St. John. I'll be your host today on the Health Cure Show. Uh, today, I want to cover some of the things that, of course, uh, in the news. One of the things still coming at us is Zika. Uh, at the last report, I just saw there are now 150 confirmed cases of Zika in the United States. Now, that's certainly a far cry from the scaremongering of 3 to 4 million, but uh, with as many people travel around the, the country and around the world, uh, who knows, maybe they'll somehow get to those numbers, but uh, I'd be surprised if they do. Uh, with 150 cases now, Here's the problem. Now they have moved from its mosquito basically transferred primarily by the Aedes aegypti mosquito to that it's being that a major way of it being contracted or transmitted is from uh, from a man to a woman through uh, sexual a contact. So the problem now is it's sexually transmitted. Now the interesting thing is there's only been a small handful of cases that indicate that was the way it was done, or they suspect that that was the way it was transmitted. Now there's understand there's not a lot of things that they have control over in those situations, and so uh, while it's suspected, there's we really don't have a lot of information on it, but. If it is, uh, it is one of those things that it could exacerbate the situation so that Zika could spread uh, further uh, into other uh, regions where the Egypt, uh, the Egypti and the uh, Alopectus mosquitoes don't normally reside. So it, it does extend and it does kind of move the ability for this to spread more than it would have if it was just transmitted by mosquitoes or transferred. So, you know, the the region for this Aedes aegypti mosquito is basically in the southeast part of the United States. It, it's a mosquito that likes high humidity, swamplands, things like that, but I understand that it can be – it doesn't need a lot of water. I mean, talk, a lot of places talk about uh, something as small as a bottle cap that is sitting upright that uh, has a few few drops of water in it that uh, a mos- uh, an Egypti mosquito could um, 
deposit eggs, larvae, and then uh, come uh, come to adult adulthood. So uh, it doesn't take very much. So if it's that small, I'm not sure what they can do to really eradicate it. I mean, obviously, there's, you know, and we're going to hear a lot about this, guys. When we get into mosquito season, there's going to be a lot more talk about uh, spraying and fumigating, those types of things to try to get rid of this. Although down in Brazil, they've been doing some pretty major efforts there, and they've not been controlling it uh, really all that well. So anyway, they have uh, – the other thing is that with 150 cases, again, people are traveling now a lot more uh, internationally. And so being down there, of course, the big scare is – should I go down to the Olympics? And, uh, you know, our whole premise is that you uh, we don't want you to live in fear. Getting sick is not the norm. I know it's the, the norm when you hear it on TV, when you hear or watch uh, an ad and they tell you one out of five gets this, one out of three will get that, one out of seven people will come down with this. They treat that like that should be normal. Well, listen, I don't believe that it should be, and I don't believe you should accept that as normal either. Now, in in the research, it shows that primarily it's because we don't have a really strong immune system. And so, you know, in my book, The Immunity Crisis in America, I cover 10 things to either stop doing or start doing to strengthen your immune system. Now, the Zika virus is a relatively weak virus. In other words, it it doesn't stay in your system long, even with not a really strong immune system. Uh, the statements are that 80% of the people who get bitten by a, a mosquito that is infected with Zika d- will show no signs, will show no symptoms. Okay, so what that means is that the immune system is doing what it's supposed to do. It's, it kept you from getting ill. And so even at the stage that we have with an optimal or a stronger immune system, the times could be shorter. The Even if you get sick or show some symptoms, you can decrease that. And one of the big things that I'm – one of the things I'm really big on is uh, sodium ascorbate or uh, – sodium ascorbate, easy for me to say, right? And uh, – uh, which is vitamin C, and also I've been doing a lot of research on vitamin D3. Now, it, they call it the winter um, months that you don't get out in the sun a lot, and so you end up with less, you know, because it's the sun hitting your skin, the skin metabolizes it, turns it into D3, and I'm going to go through all the, the processes in the liver and the kidney and all that stuff, that it turns it into this D3 that's useful for the body. But D3, I understand, controls uh, about 2,000, I think they said 2,000 genes, which is significant um, in, in the process. So if it can strengthen a cell wall to get less um, to get less uh, viral infections inside the cell because that's how a virus gets it. What it does, it turns and gets into the cell. You end up with the uh, uh, you end up with it infecting the cell and creating more virus microbes so that it can infect other cells. So if you if vitamin D three can make the cell membrane stronger so that it doesn't do that, then obviously you're not going to get 
as sick or for sick as long. So uh, increasing vitamin C and increasing vitamin D, uh, D3 as well. And now D3 is a fat-soluble vitamin, and so you need to take it with you know any any kind anything that uh, when you're eating a meal, invariably you'll have some fats in that. So uh, there's plenty of, of things to absorb it through. Also, taking it with uh, K2, vitamin K2 will help absorb that. But uh, those two nutrients. So it means you don't have to go do a lot of things, but you could do a few things that could help. Um, stave off Zika, uh, even, and, I mean, normally it's a 7 to 10 day uh, illness or symptoms of that before it starts, uh, curta- you know, it'll curtail and you're, you're symptom free. So you don't really carry it a long time, and that's why I say it's a, it's a relatively an, a weak uh, virus. Uh, the other thing is there was a report that came out, uh, interesting, they just continue to grasp at straws. I mean, I I just am constantly amazed at how hard they try to make this difficult, guys. Uh, here's a headline of, uh, of a report. White blood cell found in birds, quote, can destroy fatal infection, end quote. Now, they're looking at white blood cells in birds that can stop, in this case, they're talking about a virus, uh, or not a virus, but a fungus. Um, but essentially, it's the same thing. So I went out and I responded, uh, or they could discover macrophages, which are white blood cells. There's a bunch of different types of white blood cells. I'm not going to go through all of them, but um, I listed some of them just so <laughs> because those are the terms they used in this paper. Uh, or they could discover macrophages leukocytes, phagocytes, B cells, and T cells within the human body that can do exactly the same thing if given all the nutrients they need to do so. And that's going on to say, quit making this any harder than it needs to be. Unbelievable. So uh, anyway, uh, and then there's also another article that came out at Natural Medicine Journal uh, talking about vitamin C age recovery from cardiac surgery. Now, there's been a bunch of these studies, and again, what they found out was that it can decrease the recovery time. It can re- decrease the amount of infections. In this case, it decreased the chances for atrial uh, atrial relation by 50%. So the nutrients, giving our body what it needs. Now, uh, I'm going to go ahead and and head into break early here because we do have Dr. Betsy McCoy, who is the the start of the committee for reduction or reducing infection diseases, I'm sorry, deaths in hospitals. And uh, she is just brilliant. She's doing great work. So if you know of someone that's been in a hospital or going in, or you may be, you know, eventually all of us end up in a hospital at some time, either visiting or, or knowing or being a patient in there. She has outlined 15 things. These are making tremendous strides. And so on the other side of the break, we're going to be joined by Dr. Betsy McCoy. So just stay tuned, and we'll be back in just a couple minutes. Your life, your health, your network. 
You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Nicholas has a free newsletter that you'll look forward to receiving. This is not your typical fluff-filled newsletter. It's filled with hard-hitting TV and radio interviews, articles, and blog posts that most others are afraid to put into print from a well-balanced and unbiased perspective that you'll find overwhelmingly refreshing. By subscribing to the newsletter and taking action, you'll be joining the team as this grassroots effort to take back our healthcare system grows with calls to action that can have tremendous ramifications. Go to immunitycrisis.info forward slash newsletter dot html or text the word crisis to 82888 and sign up for the free newsletter. That way, you can stay up to date and make sure you know what dangers are lurking and learn how to protect yourself and your family from them. You can also get Nicholas St. John's latest books at the immunitycrisis.info website. Join the team. The future is now. Visit immunitycrisis.info today. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. This is the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. To reach the program today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to nicholas.stjohn at gmail.com. That's N I C H O L A S dot S T J O N at gmail.com. Now, back to the Health Cure Show. Hello and welcome back. Yes, uh, we've got a very exciting segment here with Dr. Bethany McCoy. Uh, she's done a lot of research. She's been really a major thrust in movements into hospitals to help keep us safe. And so we're going to talk uh, a little bit about the procedures, some of the things that you could get hit with while you're there, and how to prevent it. Our whole show is about prevention. And so, Dr. McCoy, uh, welcome to the segment. Well, I am just so delighted to be able to talk with you and your audience. Your show is terrific. It's so informative. And um, I'd like to begin by talking about the most common hospital infection. And many people will guess, well, that's MRSA. But it used to be MRSA. Now, incredibly, there's a, another infection that's far more common than MRSA. And it's, the nickname is C. diff. That's short for Clostridium difficile. Quite a mouthful, and I say that intentionally because this is the only hospital infection you get through your mouth. Oh, wow. Uh, and that's really important to know. If you're going into the hospital or you're visiting someone in the hospital, just assume that literally all the surfaces in that patient's room are covered with an invisible germ called C. diff, Clostridium difficile, 
and it's a hard one to kill. You need to kill it with bleach generally because some of the detergents don't work. And here's how you get C. diff. Oral fecal contamination. It's a horrible thing to imagine, but these C. diff germs are invisibly on all these surfaces, and you, the patient, touch the bed rail or the TV clicker or the -the over-the-bed table or any surface in the room, the telephone, and then you touch your lips or your food tray comes, your meal tray, Uh and you pick up your sandwich or your apple without carefully cleaning your hands first, and you swallow those C. diff spores. And that's how you get C. diff. You literally give it to yourself by carelessly swallowing those spores that are all around the room. And uh, that's why cleaning is so important, cleaning your own hands. And that's hard for patients to do. And, of course, the hospital almost never offers to clean a patient's hands before their meal. But if you're visiting a loved one in the hospital, just take a hot, wet washcloth and wipe your loved one's hands well with, with it before they touch any food. That's a very important precaution. And the other thing you can do that's really, really important is if you're visiting someone in the hospital, forget the flowers or the candy, bring a canister of bleach wipes like Clorox bleach wipes. Make sure it says bleach on the canister and, uh, and wipe the surfaces right around the bed once a day or more with those bleach wipes. Literally, you could be saving your loved one's life. You know what, and yeah, and I, I haven't seen any statistics yet on the C. diff, and our, our, we talked about, I think a couple of weeks ago, MRSA, and, and some 90,000 people get infected with MRSA a year. I've had, personally, I've had three friends who have been infected with it and managed to live through it, but uh, uh, not everybody does. As a matter of fact, 21% of the people that get MRSA leave not through the front door, but through the morgue. And that's just right. cr- criminal. And, and same, it's a terrible problem with C. diff, too. 28,000 people in the U.S. die from C. diff each year. Oh, my gosh. I, I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Do you it's ha- really terrible. And, and uh, the two steps you can take are to make sure your hands are clean before you touch any food and make sure that the surfaces in your room are cleaned once a day with bleach. And um, that's... that's a, so critical that when I go to visit anybody in the hospital, I, I take a canister of bleach wipes with me. In fact, at the Mayo Clinic, Dr. Robert Ornstein did a pilot program where he had the staff wipe the surfaces around a patient's bed once a day with those bleach wipes, and he reduced C. diff 80%. So I ask you, why isn't every hospital doing this? You know what, the, the whole medical establishment, it's interesting, there's so much stuff out there that's so good that they could and should implement, but they just do it so slowly. Even as simple as putting limes on ships back in the 1700s took 100 years for them to cure scurvy by just simply putting fruit on ships. And so right, why they're exactly. so slow to move is, in, is it's hard so to slow understand. to adopt these very common sense precautions. And it wouldn't even cost them more because the fact is every night when you go, to, if you go to the hospital in the evening, you see the, the uh, environmental services people going from room to room with a big cleaning cart. It has a mop and a pail and other items on it. And they're cleaning the floors, but doctors almost never roll their patient around in the floor. (laughs) It sounds so ridiculous, but it's true, right? That's the last surface you need to worry about. They should redeploy all that manpower from 
mopping the floor and polishing the floor to cleaning those high-touch surfaces like the bed rails and the over-the-bed tables and the IV poles because those are the surfaces where the bacteria are lingering. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I completely agree with you. One of the other things that we talk about in prevention is that in order to make sure that you, you're fortified is to make sure that your immune system is strong. So even increasing your vitamin C intake for a few days before you go in to four oh, or 5,000 yeah. milligrams would be tremendous, even if you – because you're not going to get every spore. I mean, you're going to get some. Let's make sure you are strong enough to fight right. that off without having right. a problem. It's very hard to do, but it's definitely not a waste of time. You should do that. You really have to do both. You have to yes. boost your own immune system, and then you truly, really have to be a warrior against those germs. The number one predictor of whether you get an infection in the hospital, Nicholas, it's not how old you are. It's not what brought you into the hospital, the illness that made you go there. No. Neither of those things. Here's what it is. What room you're assigned to. If you're assigned to a hospital room where a previous patient had an infection, you are on the top of the list to get it. Can you ask a hospital about whether someone no, was infected with CDF? They so, will not tell you. But the fact is, the cleaning is so inadequate that that is the number one risk factor because the previous patients were discharged, but not their germs. Their germs were left behind. <laughs> right, right, right. So uh, one of the other things I'm trying to look at your uh, things here. Yeah, I was going to, we, we just brought uh, you just a second me, ago about. First, let me tell that. everybody about the website. Hospital yeah, oh, infection, yes. yeah. that thing you don't want to get. Hospitalinfection.org. It's so clear and easy to remember. www.hospitalinfection.org. And you'll see up there uh, the 15 steps, and you just click on that. It's a handy brochure of 15 things you can do before you go to the hospital and while you're in the hospital to substantially reduce your risk of getting an infection. Yes, guys, everyone, go out to that website. Uh, that's on. It'll be on our. It'll be posted. Get on my newsletter. Go to uh, uh, immunitycrisis.info. Sign up. Go to the bottom. Sign up for the newsletter. I will be posting all this stuff out in the newsletter, so you have the link again to it, and you can get it also on our Voice America site as well. So uh, you'll have access to it. Go out. This stuff is great information, and. You know, the, the key thing is here, there are no do-overs. I mean, if, the, if you don't do this stuff ahead of time, if you don't go through this, you can end up with uh, something that can kill you. Listen, oh, none of us want you to go through that. If you get C. diff when you're in the hospital, it reduces your ability to recover from whatever illness brought you in. Suddenly, you are definitely doomed to be longer in the hospital, to be sicker for a longer period of time, and maybe never to get out. So you, you've got to avoid these infections. And the whole issue is cleanliness. That's it. If you have a mother or a father or spouse or sister or brother who's willing to wipe those surfaces, it takes 10 minutes at the most, wipe all those surfaces down once or twice a day. It's really a lifesaver. And when doctors come in to see you, they put their hands on the bed rail. As soon as they leave, get your mom or your wife to wipe that bed rail again because <laughs> I can guarantee you they deposited bacteria on that bed rail. Well, I saw here that you, you tell people to... Uh Ask your doctor or whoever's coming in to treat you to make sure that they have cleaned their hands. Oh, yes, and don't be it, fooled it, by gloves. 
see, what happens is many times they walk into the room and they pull those rubber gloves out of the box that's attached to the wall on their way in. But if they haven't cleaned their hands first, they've just contaminated the outside of those gloves with their dirty hands, right? (laughs) And the other thing is, if they put those gloves on and then touch things all around the room, whether it's the bed rail or the chart or the computer, whatever it is, if they touch, pull drawers out, open things, those gloves aren't clean anymore. So when they go to touch your wound or examine you, you need to politely ask them to change their gloves because they're contaminated. And yeah, well, some do people get intimidated by that white coat, but just remember your life depends on it. And that's what I was just going to say. You know, we get in there and we have this. I mean, they become it's it's their environment. They're used to it, and we're not. And so we kind of feel intimidated when we're in there. But right. guys, I'm telling you, you have to do these things. Don't be afraid to ask you them to wash their hands right again. Next, you're saying, say it, say it. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. To clean their hands again. Right. Absolutely. And so yeah. it's So important. So, because it's preventative, and again, it's your health. I keep talking about taking your health back. It's not their health. Right. They can do these things wrong, and it doesn't affect them by and large. But if they do it wrong, it can affect you, and with 28% from C. diff that it, 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 it kills and 21% from MRSA that it kills, listen, it's becoming hospitals are one of the most dangerous places on the planet to go, either as a patient or visiting. Right. It's so important. Now, there are a few other steps I'd like to mention. I don't have to go through all 15 because you can download them from the website. But if you're going to have surgery, bathe for three or four days in a row with a soap called chlorhexidine. You get it at the drugstore. It's a liquid soap very strong smelling soap, it removes dangerous bacteria on your own skin that could get into your uh, surgical site and cause an infection. You know, they clean your surgical site right before they make the first incision, but often it's not enough. If you've been bathing for three or four days with chlorhexidine, you really reduce your risk of getting MRSA, for example, from a hip replacement or a knee replacement or another, another surgery. You know, that's excellent. And, yeah, just something as simple as bathing with something that is that significant can change everything. Again, you don't want to get sick from this stuff. Listen, we've got – Here's another one that's really important and often overlooked. Don't shave before you go to the hospital. If you're – for example, if you're having a leg operation, don't shave the hair off your leg. Don't think you're being helpful because – shaving creates nicks in the skin through which the bacteria can enter. It's like a a welcome mat for hospital infections. So if you're going to the hospital, don't shave. That's, you know, and I would have never thought about that. I thought, well, I'll just help them out because instead of them causing a problem, let's uh, let's circumvent that and I'll just do it myself. Uh, So, Listen, we've got, to, we've got to head into a break here. On the other side, we've got a bunch more of this stuff to, to cover. So uh, we'll be back just in a, in a couple of minutes with Dr. Betsy McCoy. Again, her, why don't you give that website one more time for everyone. Hospitalinfection.org. There you go. And so we'll, be, we'll just see you back on the other side of the break. Stay tuned.
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show and Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Nicholas has a free newsletter that you'll look forward to receiving. This is not your typical fluff-filled newsletter. It's filled with hard-hitting TV and radio interviews, articles, and blog posts that most others are afraid to put into print from a well-balanced and unbiased perspective that you'll find overwhelmingly refreshing. By subscribing to the newsletter and taking action, you'll be joining the team as this grassroots effort to take back our healthcare system grows with calls to action that can have tremendous ramifications. Go to immunitycrisis.info forward slash newsletter dot html or text the word crisis to 82888 and sign up for the free newsletter. That way, you can stay up to date and make sure you know what dangers are lurking and learn how to protect yourself and your family from them. You can also get Nicholas St. John's latest books at the immunitycrisis.info website. Join the team. The future is now. Visit immunitycrisis.info today. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to nicholas.stjohn at gmail.com. That's n-i-c-h-o-l-a-s dot s-t-j-o-n at gmail.com. Now, back to the Health Cure Show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'll tell you what, that last segment was so good. Uh, the information that she has and these, these 15 steps, you really need to get them. You can go out to hospitalinfection.org, hospitalinfection, singular, dot org, uh, to get this. And uh, there's a link there for resources. You can go get these. But uh, we've covered a number of them. We're going to cover a few more. Uh, but before we do... If you're listening and you love what we're talking about and you've got Twitter or Facebook, go out and make a comment on it and put down hashtag get immune because this whole thing is about really building ourselves up, strengthening ourselves so we don't get on the wrong side of these infections. So, uh, Dr. McCoy, uh, we had a few more things here we were talking about. Uh, one of them is, which I know a lot of people have probably balked at, is uh, to stop smoking. But explain why that's important. Well, of course, I'm not telling you you have to stop smoking forever. Let your mother tell you. Your spouse tell you. <laughs> I'm not going to get down on you for that. But I'm just saying if you're having a major surgery, you'd want to taper off just before the surgery, maybe five days or a week 
so that your circulation improves because smoking impedes blood circulation, blood flow, and you really need excellent blood flow to fight infection. And so it's, you're, you're much better at resisting infection in the hospital if you've stopped smoking before you go in. And let's face it, hospitals are really zealous about not allowing smoking. So if you have to go cold turkey when you get there, you're oh, going to be in big trouble emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> which, which adds to the oxidative stress, which suppresses your immune system, which makes Very it harder to heal. I mean, so just, just be yeah. aware. I, I, I'm a big advocate for e-cigarettes in, in emergency situations like that, but hospitals unfortunately disagree with me. So I see what people go through. They break their leg and suddenly they've got to stop smoking whether they, they're ready to or not. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, yeah, the uh, uh, one of the things, I, of course, I'm a big advocate of sodium ascorbate and vitamin C, and the RDA is 90, which is arguably just unbelievably low to begin with. You know, when Dr. Pauling and Cothcart and those guys, they said typically it's more in the four to 6,000 milligram, not 90 milligram range. So 4,000 to 6,000. But even the FDA and the guys who set these standards recognize that 90 is low if you smoke. If you smoke, they've raised it to 135, which means that even they recognize that smoking dampens the ability of your immune system to stay strong enough. And so they increase your intake of vitamin C by 50%. Mm-hmm. So imagine how much stronger it would be if you had six to, uh, four to 6,000 milligrams. And, uh, and when in, again, now you're fortifying the immune system, healing. You know, I think I read a, a little bit about a, an article about um, open heart surgery, which, you know, how much can you be exposed to all of those germs and bacteria in a hospital than open heart surgery? There's probably not another surgery other than uh, uh, C-sections, right? Right. Well, one of the reasons that I mentioned C-sections is people don't think that they can get a hospital infection when they go in to have a baby, but they can. So you should treat a C-section like any other surgery and get ready for it the same way. Um, And of course, Talk to your doctor about keeping you warm in the operating room. They're generally kept very cold, but uh, keeping warm during surgery helps you fight infection better for the same reason, better circulation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to do... They do that. They give you a warming cap to put on your head, booties, a warming blanket. Even though the OR is cold, it's not necessarily good for you to be cold. And as we were talking during the break... Avoid shaving any part of your body, your face, your legs, whatever, because shaving creates nicks in the skin. It's like a welcome mat for bacteria. Yeah, the uh, I used to do um, uh, uh, apheresis, which is platelets, and when they take the blood out, you know, which a lot of times some of these surgeries, they do that, and they would put warm packs up on my shoulders to uh, to keep me warm, and it is amazing how much better your circulation is by just oh, a yeah, couple little really things like that. important. Mm-hmm. Now they yeah. have these little bags. You can shake them, snap them, and then put oh, them all yeah. around your body to stay warm. Uh, also, the number uh, one issue is cleaning. The number one issue is cleaning, and that's why your family members and friends can take such an important role in protecting you from infection in your hospital room. And also you talk about in here um, stethoscopes and, and their instruments. What should they do when a doctor comes into the room uh, 
should they have already cleaned their – I mean, is it expected well, they that they would have they cleaned do, it or what? It never hurts to say, please wipe it off. The stethoscope isn't a big danger unless you've just had heart surgery and you've got a big incision down the front of your body. But um, all of these are vectors for disease, including the doctor's white lab coats, the nurse's uniforms. All of these things are problems if they're not kept clean. But the most important thing is to make sure that you don't swallow these germs. So keep your hands clean. Don't touch any food until you've cleaned your hands. You've got to avoid C. diff. That's the number one infection these days. And you'll hear doctors say, oh, it's caused by antibiotics. <laughs> it is, C. diff is not caused by antibiotics. You're more vulnerable to the symptoms if you're on antibiotics, but you don't get C. diff if you haven't swallowed that dirty spore that's lying around the room somewhere. Do we have any statistics on the number of people, you know, if there's a million people that are admitted into hospitals, I know it's a lot bigger than that, but let's say a million people, do they know the percentages of people who actually get infected from C. Yes, diff when they're in? Yes, it's about 5%. Okay, 5%, okay, which is a huge number. Uh, just for our listeners, if you were to, if there was a pandemic that broke out and you had a 5% infection rate, that would be a level six pandemic. That's how serious that is. 5% right. doesn't sound like much, but it's a and huge hospitals number. Hospitals just take it for granted. Day in and day out, their patients get infections. You'd think that they would be scrubbing the place down when they see the, how patients suffer with these infections, but they just get used to it. Yeah, there That's is why something we about that. have the- to be so aggressive as patients and family members in resisting the risk of infection. Absolutely. I mean, it's again. We take. We have to take our health care back. Uh, if if they do something wrong, it affects us. And as right. you've talked about, the number one thing. You know, I I love your statement on here on under number two. If you're visiting a friend or loved one in the hospital, don't bother bringing canyon flowers. Instead, bring a canister of bleach wipes. I'm telling you what. You should have you should have cards that are posted in your room. <laughs> That's right. Everyone knows, bring me bleach wipes. We also make little cards for the meal trays that are delivered. And the the little card says, enjoy your meal, but avoid putting your utensils, your knife or fork or spoon, on any surface except your plate. Because if you put that spoon down on the -the over-the-bed table and then Mm -hmm. put it in your mouth, you're at risk of getting C. diff. Wow, that's it. Now, the C. diff because it's, it goes through the the mouth. Is it right. as is it as prone to entering like MRSA through cuts and and incisions? No, no. It only you only get C. diff through your mouth. Okay, so whereas the other MRSA thing, invades you through a cut in your skin, a surgical incision. It can it can invade your body through a respirator. There are many ways you can get MRSA, but C. diff always comes through your mouth. Okay, so uh, that brings us to another one of the preventions that I talk about, and that is, you know, when you you see these ads on TV and says, or or go to the websites, it says if you're over fifty, you know, get the flu shot, or you know, like uh, Tim Daly's latest PSA about um, uh, pneum- uh, pneumococcal pneumonia, that when he hit fifty, he decided he needed to start looking at this more seriously about maybe getting a vaccine because the vaccines are what. 
they're the cure-all and the be-all to everything, right, unless they don't have one. But uh, the reason people – by the time you get into your 40s and 50s, between antibiotics of what we've taken and been uh, – uh, prescribed and between what's in our plants and our foods, enough antibiotics can kill off the probiotic, the good bacteria in your gut. And, right. You know, so here if it I comes in through your mouth. If you're going to the hospital, take a probiotic. Absolutely. You know, that is, you know, everyone, really anyone over 40, I believe should be on a probiotic of probably 50 billion um, colonizing, you know, the CFUs a day, just as a general practice. Can't hurt. Well, you know, and there's a reason that elderly are getting sick because we just keep doing things that keep weakening our immune system. And so as we take this back, these are the things that we do. To beforehand, so before you go in the hospital, you know, start taking a good probiotic. And and I and again in my book, I cover these. Which ones? You know, there's 30 of them that were tested by Labdoor. There's one that clearly came out ahead, and then there's some others beyond that that are high streams. Like you know, the one I take is 50 uh, billion live uh, live bacteria, but you can get them that've got 100 and 200. And so even yeah. while you're in. You could take a 200 while you're in, and that would that could do a lot to keep this thing. Mm-hmm. Now, can can you explain the C. diff? And once it gets in you, do you know what it does? Yes, C. diff is a type of bacteria that resides in the gastrointestinal system. Um, and when you're very healthy, there are other bacteria there that keep C. diff from causing a problem. But if you're on antibiotics and you swallow these C. diff spores, the antibiotics have killed some of the other bacteria in your GI tract that keep the C. diff in balance. And then C. diff causes terrible diarrhea, and it causes an inflammation of the gastrointestinal system. It, it can really destroy your gastrointestinal system. It can be very deadly. As I said, 28,000 hospital patients die from it each year. Is it primarily in the small intestine or the large intestine, or do you know? Oh, it can be both. Both? Okay. All right. Yeah, that's but why... Many people you know, end up losing their colon because of it. Okay. That, yeah, large intestine. So, so yeah, so that's, that just stresses even more the importance of a probiotic, especially even while you're there. Now, a lot of, a lot of hospitals, they'll tell you, you, you got to gotta quit taking your supplements, they don't own you. <laughs> if you're right. on supplements, you may I have to bring fight. everything in my purse no matter what. <laughs> and I'm telling you, they will tell you to stop. My brother went in right. for a minor surgery, and they said, you have they're to quit taking all your supplements. They're just simple. It is. But they're not the ones that suffer the consequences if there's right. a problem. So, guys, right. again, take your health care. It's your health care. So, Get this 15 steps, you know, add some vitamin C to it, Get make sure you get some extra D maybe, and take probiotics because all those things, even because you're not going to catch every spore, we're not going to be able to get everything completely clean, and that's a completely great start, but it, you're just not going to get every single one of them. There are just right. a couple other things on your list here. we got a couple minutes left. Uh, you talk about uh, catheters and stuff on here, which invariably… Oh, this is very important. First of all, avoid a urinary tract catheter if you can. Now, they'll argue with you if you're in the hospital and you're not too ambulatory. They're going to want to give you a urinary tract catheter. It's easy for them, right? It avoids 
having to help walk you to the bathroom. But you should really insist on not having that. It's a most common source of infection. Excuse me, infection. Better to have a diaper or have what they call a condom catheter if you're a man. But having a regular standard, what they call Foley catheter, um, that goes into your urethra, that is a very bad thing to have. It, it's so common, causing an infection. Okay, great. And and it, but if you have to, there are specific kinds, right? You, that's better. That's right. Uh, first of all, much better to have one that's uh, antibiotic impregnated or silver coated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, silver. You know, and I'm a big advocate of of even the colloidal silver. But they they know that silver is very, very good about antibacterial agent. A, absolutely. I mean, this stuff is great. Uh, listen, we are. Just we only have about a minute left. Uh, what else? Uh, again, give that website and where they can get these steps. The website, it's so important. hospitalinfection.org. Most important, whenever anybody comes in the room, make them clean their hands in front of you. Don't let them say, oh, I just cleaned them on the outside. Because as soon as they come into the room and pull open that privacy curtain or pull open that drawer or put their hands on your bed rail, their hands are recontaminated. That's unbelievable. So even if they so they come in, they get gloves, they've cleaned their hands, they get the gloves, they come over and they but grab they the bed rail. Everything, right? Can so if they, they put to change a dressing or examine right. you, ask them to clean their hands again. They can, cannot say no. They've been taught that they must do it if you ask. Okay. Can they clean the gloves or do they have to re- change the gloves? Change the gloves, right? Change the gloves. Okay, good. Well, you know, this has been <laughs> – I am so excited to have you on the show today, and this well, has I've been tremendous. Well, I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Your show is a great public service. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, Betsy. Uh, and and uh, so, yeah, everyone, make sure you get out to hospitalinfection.org. Get her 15 steps to, to uh, you can take to reduce your risk of a hospital infection. Uh, again, we don't want you living in fear. There are things you can do to take your health care back and make sure that those who are taking care of you can do the things that you need them to do so you exit through the front door. I keep talking about the back door, but we want you to go through the front door because there's right. two exits to the hospital. You want the front door, believe me. So you anyway, have a marvelous no, sense of humor. So uh, a okay. number of people have been, uh, uh, you know, have, have been infected. Guys, it's easy to do, but as you've heard today, it's easy to make sure that you don't get infected. So, Betsy, we so appreciate it. Thank you for being on the show today. You're welcome. We'll do it again. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. On the other side of the break, we're going to be covering – I I have a new film that's out. Uh, Not my film. It's called That Vitamin Movie, and I'm so excited. I'm going to review that on the other side of the break. This thing is filled with 43 people, uh, 43 of the top experts that you're going to want to get a hold of this movie. It is so powerful. So uh, on the other side of the break, I'll cover that, so stay tuned. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Nicholas has a free newsletter that you'll look forward to receiving. This is not your typical fluff-filled newsletter. It's filled with hard-hitting TV and radio interviews, articles, and blog posts that most others are afraid to put into print from a well-balanced and unbiased perspective that you'll find overwhelmingly refreshing. By subscribing to the newsletter and taking action, you'll be joining the team as this grassroots effort to take back our healthcare system grows with calls to action that can have tremendous ramifications. Go to immunitycrisis.info forward slash newsletter dot html or text the word crisis to 82888 and sign up for the free newsletter. That way, you can stay up to date and make sure you know what dangers are lurking and learn how to protect yourself and your family from them. You can also get Nicholas St. John's latest books at the immunitycrisis.info website. Join the team. The future is now. Visit immunitycrisis.info today. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to nicholas.stjohn at gmail.com. That's n-i-c-h-o-l-a-s dot s-t-j-o-n at gmail.com. Now, back to the Health Cure Show. Hello, and welcome back. Boy, I tell you what, that was some powerful stuff, guys. If uh, uh, you know some people who need to hear that, this is recorded. Make sure you can get it on iTunes, Google Play, or back on Voice America on uh, the Health and Wellness channel on on uh, my page there. Because people need to hear this. Uh, I'm telling you. The things they can do that are so simple. I mean, who would have thought just wiping down some surfaces could decrease your chances of getting infected? And the C. diff thing is nothing to sneeze at. With a 5% infection rate, that is an unbelievably high infection rate. During this segment, I want to talk about a movie that uh, just came out in January. And uh, this guy did a doc. He's a, he does a documentary named Trevor King, and he did a marvelous job. I think this is about an hour and a half uh, called That Vitamin Movie. And it has, uh, on, I believe on the cover here, is Dr. Andrew Saul, who is one of my heroes. I've got his books. I talk about uh, Fire Your Doctor. He's got a website called DrYourself.com with a ton of extremely valuable information. Uh, he's got uh, a number of books out. Like I said, uh, I think he also wrote uh, Vitamin uh, Vitamin C, The Real Story, which I recommend everybody get. It, it's just so powerful. But uh, he is listed in this. There's 43 people that this guy traveled all over the country and really over the, around the world to interview about about vitamins, about nutrients, about what you can do to strengthen, give your body the nourishment, give your body what it really needs to fight off uh, these types of infections, whether it's viral or fungal or a bacteria, whether it's a rogue bacteria like C. diff or um, uh, MRSA or you know any number of these. There's DREs and there's all kinds. There's more and more of them. It seems like every year gets added to that list. Listen, if MRSA was 
killing, you know, it kills 19,000 a year, 21% of those who get it. And now C. diff, 28,000. Imagine adding two or three or four more of those over the next five, eight, ten years. I mean, it will pretty soon, the chances of you coming out and leaving through the front door uh, get less and less every time one of these super bugs or these super rogue bacteria, what I call rogue bacteria, because they're antibiotic resistant, guys. The you know Again, we've put all of our eggs in one basket, and with all the stuff that goes into our meats and our uh, – and our uh, uh, you know, growth for for uh, vegetables. So anyway, uh, yeah, it's uh, you know it's important to make sure that your immune system is strong. And so this book, that vitamin, uh, that vitamin movie, uh, and, and again, get on my newsletter. Go to immunitycrisis.info, and you'll be able to. Uh, get on my newsletter. I'll send that, send out notices. Uh, go to my website. Uh, there's a place on there. You can go see some of my TV interviews, and I'm going to be doing a write-up on that vitamin movie, movie which you can get. And so, anyway, I'll, um, you'll be able to get that. But in here, they've got interviews. They interviewed guys like Dr. Mercola, uh, who, again, Dr. I think it's drmercola.com. Uh, again, a ton of great resources. They interviewed Dr. Ron Honeyhockey, who's from the Reardon Clinic, who, by the way, will be on the show uh, in two weeks. You guys are not going to want to miss this. You need to tell everyone about the vitamin C therapies that they've been doing. So anyway, it's uh, it's power-packed. It's well done. The guy did his research, and he's got a personal story of why he decided to do a documentary on this, this stuff. And when you go through it, it's just so succinct, and when you see – uh, Dr. Andrew Saul uh, at his home or his daughter's home, and you see the kids coming to get their vitamin C. Uh, it's just great. And, you know, of course, they have a lot of stuff, the documentation that backs all this stuff up. Uh, they talk about some of the greats like uh, Abram Hoffer and, uh, of course, Dr. Linus Pauling and Dr. Klenner and, I mean, so many Dr. Cothcart that went before them and really laid the groundwork for uh, for us uh, in so many uh, areas for this whole thing of nutrients that can strengthen your body, that gives it all it needs to flourish. I mean, we're as we take back our health, it's not about surviving. It's about thriving. We were designed to, to live healthy. This idea that we're, we just need to accept getting sick is just wrong. We need to stop accepting that. You do not have to get sick if you will get the nutrients that you need, but it's a whole process. That's why I talk about if you can get less antibiotics, if you can start um, strengthening your uh, intestinal system with good probiotics. And by the way, we hear about a lot, a lot about which I covered a few weeks ago in the battle of the biotics, that there's antibiotics can kill a lot, a lot of this good bacteria off. You replace it with good bacteria, the probiotics. And again, in my book, there's a lot of those things that I cover. But uh, that vitamin movie is one of the best documented things. They even talk about having people over to see it. So you get it. You invite people over to watch this thing. I'm telling you, it will change your life. They have a warning on the top of it. It says, caution, this information could save your life. 
And they are so absolutely right. The work that uh, Dr. Ron Hanehockey and so many others are doing around the country and around the world with vitamin C therapies and nutritional therapies and vitamin D and, and so many of them, they're changing lives. They're giving better quality of life and all that. So anyway, it's been a great uh, show today. Thank you for joining us. Next week, uh, we're going to have Dr. Gary Gordon, who is the grandfather of chelation therapy that has done so much to reverse heart uh, cardiac issues, uh, stop, you know, cleaning out the arteries and all that stuff. So make sure and tell your friends, be here next week. Dr. Gary Gordon's going to be our guest. We're so excited to have him. So have a, a, a great week and stay healthy, my friends. Thanks for listening to The Health Cure Show. Be sure to join Nicholas St. John again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Learning to stay healthy this week and every week because the future is now. Now.